0: And so if you have your Bibles, go with me to Romans chapter 12. We're going to look at verse 2, and we're going to continue our series on mind craft. And today I would like the subtitle to be soul craft, because we could change some of our thoughts, but if we change just a few of our thoughts, but it never changes our soul, then we will not be changed. Are you with me? And so today, I guess we could have another thought, mind management, and no one Can manage your mind, but you. Now, I want to just stop. For years and years, Becky and I, we tried to manage our family, we tried to manage our finances, we still try to manage our finances, the boys, life, uh, things that life throws at you, and I want you to know the greatest thing that we should manage is our mind, because if you manage your mind, your finances will be in order, your home will be in order, your life will be in order, so today it's Minecraft, but say it again, we're going to say it over and over, and I'm not trying to irritate you by getting you to say that but sometimes it takes repeating and repeating and repeating where it goes from our intelligence into our heart and that's where the aha moment is I want to renew my mind I want a changed life so say it with me renewed mind changed life And you can chat that. Uh, And I want you to know there's nothing more powerful than a renewed mind. And I do believe if you and I change our minds, you will change your life. And many people do this all the time. We change our clothes. We change our hairstyle. You know, it's amazing when we had the 10-year anniversary and they showed the video throughout the last decade. Good Lord, I changed my hair. I changed my clothes. And everyone said, well, Pastor Becky still looks the same. I said, yeah. Becky and Jesus are the same. They're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And, and so, you know, you could change your hair, your clothes, your friends, your car, your residence, but if you don't change the way you think, you will still be the same person. It's not just to change outward behavior. And I want to say this, if you're a young person, we're not trying to change your outward behavior. Don't talk this way. Don't do this. Don't hang out with these people. We're really trying to get you to change the way you think. And I think if I had parenting to do over, I would have given less attention to their behavior behavior and more attention to teach them how to renew their minds because if you renew your mind you're going to change your life and so you're looking at Romans 12 too and I don't know if you've ever done this have you ever gotten a new computer but you put the old software on the new computer and those same old files the new we keep acting like the old. And I felt an impression as I was meditating and praying over these words, not just to preach, but I felt like the Lord said, Jude, I do not want you acting like the old Jude, thinking like the old Jude. He said, you are now a new person with a new mind and a new heart. And I don't know if you've ever done 23andMe, and you find out your DNA in Ancestry.com. Can I say right now, we have a new DNA, and I think it must be 39 in Jesus, because by His stripes I am healed. I'm no longer human only. I have human in divine nature. That is the power to think differently. And I don't want to be like a old. Com- I mean, a new computer with old software. How many of you need some new software in your brain? How many of you need new software in your relationships? I mean, you know what people do, they're like the NFL, you know, let's move to another city in the middle of the night, change our name, get new colors and new uniforms and new cheerleaders. And they think it's going to make a big difference. No, it's still football. And sometimes people do the same thing where I'm just going to change my spouse. I'm going to change my friends. I'm going to change it. But if you don't change your mind, you're still going to be the same old you. And I want a new Jude in a new year with a new mind. Amen. And I really do want that. Now, this is Romans chapter 12. And we're going to look at verse 2. And it says, and do not, and this is a command, a strong command in the Greek as Paul wrote this. And do not be conformed to this world. And here's a conjunction. It's connecting two thoughts. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? That you may prove what is that good acceptable, and perfect will of God. So he says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Now get this, in the Greek, when Paul wrote this, it is so strong and clear. He is saying this, if you don't renew your mind, you will not be transformed. He says, if you don't renew your mind, you will not be transformed. And that's why sometimes when people accept Christ, they get born again, they go to church, they give a little, pray a little, read their Bibles a little, and they may even change a little on the outside. They don't have the transformation that God speaks of because renewing your mind is a lifelong conscious decision that you're going to begin to think another way. Are you with me? say renewed mind, mind. change life. life. Say "Renewed renewed mind, change life. Now get this. It says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world or this world, but be transformed by the renewing or renewal of your mind. Why? What is the purpose of a renewed mind? Get this, that you may know the good And the pleasing and the acceptable will of God. Let's go to the New Living. I want to read this from the New Living translation. And I love this. It says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person. How? How is God going to change me into a new person? By changing the way that you think. By changing the way that you think, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And so I want to be changed into a new person, but that comes by changing the way that I think. I want to just stop right there. Before Jesus Christ in the Bible, when I thought of a situation today as Pastor Michael Roberts, don't you love Michael? Is he not an amazing pastor? Online, I want you to chat, all caps, Pastor Michael. Now, did you hear what Pastor Michael said as he led us in generosity? He said, how many of you are facing a closed door? And you see in the past before I got born again or received Christ into my heart, I have a new heart. I don't know if you know that. My heart is not the heart it was before I met Jesus, but my mind is still being renewed. And before I had an encounter with Jesus Christ, I was born again. I only thought from a human perspective. I thought, how would my family do it? How would my mom do it? How would my dad do it? Because I was Louisiana, We didn't do it that good. We were a ghetto. We would just open up a big can of Louisiana and we would go for it. Are you with me? But when you get born again, you have not only a human perspective, there is a divine perspective. And what's impossible with me to work out is very possible with God. And the renewed mind is a mind that brings God into every situation of your life the renewed mind isn't just for Sunday it's not just for Thursday night prayer the renewed mind is for money real estate relationships come on can you say amen now let's go to Romans 12 too, but let's go to the message paraphrase and I really love this one message paraphrase says this so here's what I want you to do God helping you come on let's say that God helping you say that with me How many of you need God to help you? How many of you are married? You really need God to help you. How many of you are single? You really need God to help you right there. So get this. I love what Eugene Peterson says. He said, take your everyday life. Your ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life. Are you with me? Uh, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for him. Don't be, get this. So good, Eugene Peterson. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. I'll stop right there. I do not want to become so well adjusted to what's going around in California that I don't even think about it. Now get this. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Please hear me if you're a parent. I promise you, especially if a middle schooler, if I had middle school to do over again with my boys, instead of because I became a control freak where I, I tried to control their friends with movies, with social media they had and I was always trying to do that to keep their behavior on target or Christ like and when they were younger we memorized a lot of scriptures I would pay them money to memorize verses in the Bible because I knew if they had that in their mind they would have a chance to renew their mind I think if I had it to do over again when they hit 12, 13 14, 15, 16, 17 18 up to 21 I would say come on let's renew our mind because a renew Mind is a changed life and it's from the inside out, and that's what I want, that's what your children need, and that's what California needs. Amen. And so I love this. It said, Instead, fix your attention on God, and you'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize that is so powerful, and I'm gonna have you say it with me. Readily recognize. Let's say it again. Readily recognize. All the ladies said, Oh my god, they're on fire today. All the men said. They need a coffee, don't they? (laughs) Or (laughs) a Red Bull. (laughs) Together, everyone say readily recognize what he wants you to do. Okay, no, you don't have to do that. What he wants you to do and quickly respond. Say readily recognize. Quickly respond. To it. Unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings out the best in you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Now, let me just begin to tell you the purpose of a renewed mind. The purpose of a renewed mind is that you and I would easily or readily recognize the will of God for our lives. His good, his pleasing, his acceptable will for our lives. Before I got born again, I didn't even care or think about the will of God. But when you get born again, you give your heart to Jesus Christ, you begin to think about, Lord, your will not my will be done. Are you with me? Now I want you to get this. A lot of people, when we say minecraft or repent, which means change your mind. So change your mind, change your life, renew your mind. That's what renew your mind means. Change your mind. And we're not just trying to get you to change your mind on outward behavior, but on a mindset that brings God into every Situation of our life. Now, get this the Bible word for change is repent. And I really feel these days, and myself included, that a lot of us as believers, we repent enough for and turn away for our past wrongs to be forgiven. But we do not repent enough to begin to get a new perspective about our future, that our future is much better than our past. And that's what hope is in that we have faith or we have have change or repentance for our past but not for our future and I just want to say something a renewal of the mind is not just about being forgiven it's about experiencing the great thoughts that God has for you his thoughts are higher than your thoughts his ways are higher than your ways I want to begin to change my mind come on now you must know this the goal or the purpose of a renewed mind is not to go to heaven. Okay. That went over like a lead balloon. So I'm going to say it again. I think you're going to begin to think about it. The goal of being a, having a renewed mind is not to go to heaven if that was a goal remember a few weeks ago when all those people got baptized was that not amazing if the goal of the renewed mind was to go to heaven when Michael and the others were baptizing and Pastor Edwin when they brought them under the water if the goal was to go to heaven we say do you want to go see Jesus yes yes I love the Lord I've been born again we go well go meet him and we hold him down Are you with me? The goal of the renewed mind is not to go to heaven, but it is to know the good, the pleasing, the acceptable will of God that we readily recognize and we quickly respond. Can I say before I was born again, I didn't even think of the will of God. But after you get born again, you need to readily recognize, quickly respond to God's will for your life. Can you say amen? now I want to say this a renewed mind and you may want to write this down you could chat this but I want you to get this and we're going to go to another scripture but I want you to really feel this and remember renewed mind change life renewed mind change life get this the renewed mind I would define it this way and this is my personal definition and you got to know this when Paul wrote this it is so strong in the Greek it's a command and he says this if you don't renew your mind you will never be metamorphoed or transformed or changed. But if you do renew your mind, you will be changed. And how will you be changed? That you will know, you will readily recognize and quickly respond to the good, the pleasing, the acceptable will of God. Now get this, get this, get this. This is my definition of the renewed mind. That you continuously, not just on Sundays, you continuously become aware of God's presence and his will and your inner thoughts concerning that will that your thoughts your feelings and your choices that's who you become that you're aware of God but you're also aware of your inner feelings. I say it this way, your inner life. I think too often we focus on our outer life. We're focusing on what happened to us. We're focusing on diagnosis, pandemic, loss of job, a spouse, a friend, a betrayal, an abuse. I can't change my past. And I can't control anyone in my life. Trust me, I have tried. But there's one thing that I can do. I can renew my mind. And a renewed mind is continuously being aware of the presence of God and the purpose of God for my life. And to me, the renewed mind cannot just be me turning from sin. It has to be be me being aware that God has put me on this planet for a special purpose. And that my future is greater than my now or my past. Come on. Can you say amen? Amen. Say renewed mind, say renewed mind, say renewed mind, say change life. And I just want to read this. I wrote this. The renewed mind is a continuous awareness of God in our inner thoughts, feeling, and choices. The renewed mind, get this, you should write it down. It is powerful. I wrote it down. (laughs) The renewed mind is more conscious of our inner life than what is happening to us. Did you get that? And around us. In the last year, we've become more aware of what 's happening around us into us instead of being aware what 's happening on the inside of us. If I can control the inside, I can tr- control my life. Can you say amen? amen? Well, you should give the Lord a shout on that one. Now, I, I want to do this, and this is where we're going to spend the rest of our time. I want you to go to Proverbs. I want you to go to Proverbs, and we're going to be looking at verse uh, chapter 23 in verse 7 in a moment. And I, and I want you uh, to go there, but before we do, renewing your mind. In my mind, it is not just an intellectual exercise. Meaning like for example, I will forgive, I will forgive, I will forgive, I will forgive, I will forgive. And it stays right there. If it stays in your conscious mind, you will never be renewed. To renew our minds, it has to get into our soul or our subconscious. When the word of God goes from my intellect, it's not just an intellectual uh, exercise, but into my soul, then I'm telling you right now, now you know what Oprah calls it an aha moment. When she has an aha moment she goes, "Ooh, I feel spirit all over. I got goosebumps." She go, "Ay yeah, ay 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 ay." Why? Because it dropped from the conscious mind to the subconscious mind. Some of us we still do things that we hate. Why? because it never dropped from conscious mind to subconscious mind. And Paul says in Romans chapter 7, there are some of us in here today, myself included, this next year, I am committed to renewing my mind. And that commitment is I'm going to get God's word from my intelligence into my subconscious that I could break patterns that are robbing me of a full life because I don't want to say what Paul said, the things I want to do, I don't do, things that I hate I end up doing. Who will deliver me? from this body of death. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Come on, amen. So get this. This is Proverbs chapter 23, verse seven. And I want you to get this. This is Proverbs 23, verse seven. And it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. I'm gonna read that about three times. This is the verse. As he thinks in his heart, so was he. Now notice, he didn't say as he prays. He didn't say as he talks about it. He didn't say as he gets counsel about it. He says as he thinks in his heart. Now get get this. Notice he didn't say as he thinks in his mind. If Solomon would have said as he thinks in his mind, that would in thinking just in the conscious level. But the writer Solomon said as he thinks in his heart so is he and so he says as he thinks in his heart now that hebrew word heart isn't just your organ that's beating in your body right now. It means your soul. And your soul is the throne or the seat of your will. And that's why right now some of you are trying to will to stop doing something. But it's only in your conscious mind. It's only become an intellectual uh, exercise. But once it gets into the authority of your soul where your will, your desires, your passions, your feelings are, your personality is, then I promise you, you will be transformed. Now I want us to say this, if you don't mind, if you're watching online, I want you to chat this as I think say it again okay, by the way, why stop doing your husband's thinking for him oh, that went over (laughs) now that was really the Lord, or I missed it on that statement okay, everyone say, as I think in my heart Let's say it again. As I think in my heart, let's say it again. As I think in my heart, so am I. Okay, let me begin to show you what the word think is, all right? Because get this, as I think, heart is in your soul. And you know what Hebrews says, 4.12, he says, The word of God is like a surgeon's scalpel. It's a double-edged sword dividing between the soul and the spirit. Get this, revealing the real intentions of a human being's life. Have you ever had someone tell you one thing to your face, but do something completely opposite? behind your back, and it was betrayal. Why? They may have thought it in their head, but their soul was really thinking another thing. So this is what the word think means. Number one in the Hebrew, the word thinks it's this. If you would have a jar of jam, and you would take the cover off, all right? And you would open it up. Now, in Numbers, I believe it is 1950. Numbers 1950. Get this: it says every open vessel that does not have a cover, or let's say it this way, a lid that's fastened on it, will be unclean. Now, let me just say this: when I screw the cap on this small jar of jam, you could come back. A Year from now, and it will be okay. However, if I take the lid off, and that's why Numbers uh, nineteen fifteen says, "Every vessel." Everyone say, I am, "I am a vessel." So, every vessel that the li- it's open, it does not have a lid fastened to it, is unclean. You can leave this jam open, and I promise you, you will not be able to spread the love. Because in two weeks, there will be bacteria and mold that's that's growing in this jam. And can I say, if you think, you and I, could just go to church on Sunday, pray a little bit, read a little bit, give a little bit, but live a life that doesn't have a cover on it, our soul is going to begin to grow mold and bacteria from hell. And we're not going to respond to God's will. We're going to run from God's will. react to God's will are you with me and we will end up go ahead you want to clap so I'm gonna let you And, and can I just say when I have repeated behavior that I need to unlearn And I want to say, if I'm your teacher, class, I think there's some things we need to unlearn and there's some things we need to relearn. And you can know this, any area of my life that has a repeated behavior that is not healthy, that is an area where I took the lid off the jam of my soul and bacteria is coming in and I'm being more influenced by what is happening around me and to me instead of the God who lives within me. Come on. Okay, now let me tell you another Hebrew meaning of the word thing. Say, as I think, in my heart, so am I. Let's say it again. As I think, in my heart, so am I. So the first Hebrew meaning, when Solomon wrote this, this is a picture. Number one, it's like Leviticus 19.15 or Numbers 19.15. Every vessel that does not have a cover fastened to it. Is unclean now, get this the other Hebrew picture for the word "think is to split open now, if you have a nut allergy, do not come and shake my hands after the service. This is a pistachio all right in this pistachio i don 't know if you could see it, probably not, but it has a shell. One of the reasons I do not get these because I hate it takes time to open the shell, so when I eat pistachios, I just get them where it 's already peeled for me. That's kind of how we are when it comes to the renewed mind. We want someone else to do it for us. We go to conference to conference, podcast to podcast, and all that is good. But can I say the renewed mind also has to crack your own Bible, whether it's on your phone or not, and begin to do some work and unlearn and relearn and replace and repeat. I don't want to peel it. But you know what? The second meaning of the word think is this, that you split open, that you take the shell off. Can I tell you at first, for example, let's say that you are having a thought of negativity or fear or uh, separation or anything like that. When you first think it, your soul has a shell on it, just like this pistachio. But if you think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it, it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, think, feel, think think, feel, think, feel, think, feel, think, feel, think, feel, think, feel, think, feel. (laughs) Then all of a sudden, the shell of your soul is taken off. And you have a stronghold in the deep recesses of who you are, then we think, oh, I don't want to be this way. I don't like myself. And we think that we're going to get one little verse, Jesus wept, think about it once, and it's going to really reverse that condition. Because what happens when the enemy builds a stronghold, he cracks open the shell through repeated thought that once that stronghold comes into our soul, he puts a shell back on the sho- soul to keep us in prison. But today I say, I'm want to crack the shell of my soul with the word of God come on are you with me on that so let me everyone say as I think in my heart so am I okay so get this word think literally means to open do you see this it means to open and numbers 1915 says every vessel say that with me say it again Every every vessel that is open and doesn't have a cover fastened. That's a key word, it becomes unclean. Another one is to split open a shell, to split open. Get this, the third meaning of the word think. Everyone say, as I think. Okay, let's just stop right here. You will never believe beyond your thinking. If your faith is small, your thinking's small. If your thinking is small, your life will be small. No, get this, get this. It literally means an open door an open door any place in my life that needs to be renewed in my soul I've opened the door y'all don't know that song shut the door keep out the devil gonna shut the door keep the devil in the night shut the door keep out the devil gonna shut the door keep the devil in the night shut the door Oh, some of you try to shut the door, but he puts his foot in it. You go, that's mean, devil, Uh uh-uh. Slam that door right now. Some of you say, well, I can't help the way I feel. Oh, yeah, you can. You can't change your husband. You can't change your wife. You can't change your kids, but you could change one thing. You could renew your mind. You could change your life. And you can't control. You cannot control whether we're going to have a mass not have a mass. With the CDC says, can I say one thing I can't control? My soul. And as I think, and let me tell you, I'm going to put a cover over my heart. Because Proverbs 4 says, guard your heart. Come on, cover your heart. It doesn't mean live guarded. Oh, I don't trust people. Oh, I keep people out of arms limp. And they're non verbal is a reflection of their soul no I'm not living guarded towards people I'm living open to God but I am guarded towards evil the world my own desires I want God to do something new in me come on and where there is a shell around a part of my soul it's like God break it open right now everyone say relearn well before you relearn you have to unlearn and before you start repeating you got to delete. You delete, then you replace, then you repeat. Did you get that? Say, delete. Delete. How many of you know some friendships you need to delete right now? (laughs) That's probably a mom of a middle schooler right there. You know that's true. (laughs) I can tell you right now, I chose my uh, boy's friends. Oh, you can't do it when they're in middle school. I did it when they're in first grade. I said, Eric, I'll give you M&Ms tomorrow if you hang out with Jude on the uh, playground. Kobe, if you hang out with Jude, I'll bring you Skittles. They became his three best friends. Come on, Kobe, Eric, and Richie. I paid them. Come on. You better believe it. Everyone say, shut the door. So get this. You have to delete. Hey, hey, hey. You can't have the relationship you're dreaming of by hanging out with that old relationship. Some of you right now, you go, well, I'm trying to renew my mind. God is, no, it's not God's will for you to date someone who's not born again. And go, well, I want to get him saved. Well, if you want to be a missionary, go to Africa, go to Australia, go to Japan. Come on. Oh, that is so foolish that I said that. That's some old youth pastor stuff. Come on. So say this: say delete, delete. Replace. replace, say repeat. repeat. Say it again: delete. Replace. Okay, thank you. Oh, God, I got confused. Okay, band come up because we're going to have to end. But I want to I tell you this. You should come to prayer on Thursday night. It's always interesting how people pray. You could tell prayers from an unrenewed mind. They're void of faith. They're void of faith. And it will be language like this. Now, remember what Romans 12, 2 says. Do not be conformed. To this world. Oh, by the way, it happens easily. But be transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind. The renewed mind, the changed life. Why? That you may prove. Now, in the Greek, this this happens. And there's only two things that you're going to prove. Discern, test, or approve. You really don't need to renew your mind to approve everything that's going on in culture. And that's why you could have Christian kids sometimes... My boy is like, Jake, he wanted to date when he was two years old. And I said, Jake, you're not going to date till you're ready to mate. Now renew your mind. And I'm not joking you. It's easy to approve of the world. But to approve of God's will, you need a renewed mind. And that's a lifelong conscious decision. And if I had it to do over again from 12 to 21, I'd have paid them money to get more scripture in their head that when life would come now they're out of my house and I still want to control them I still want to go and say Jake no I'll I'll talk to your boss about this he goes dad I'm a man I will talk to my own boss you know what that is it comes from fear I didn't want one stinking bad thing to happen to my kid but bad things happen unfair things happen unjust things happen and it hurts and it scares us are we living in fear or are we living in faith and all I know is this I cannot think small and think fear and believe in faith now I want you to get this I need to finish this point then we're going to end please get this you can always tell prayer from a renewed mind and prayer from an unrenewed mind prayer from an unrenewed mind please get this and it sounds really pious Lord if it's your will Lord, if it's your will. And that's in Romans 12 too. That we may know the good, the pleasing, and the acceptable will of God. Can I tell you? When you renew your mind and I renew my mind and we hit renewed mind, change life. Your prayer life will change. You will begin, get me to discover, to discover your soul's deepest desires. Who knows your soul's deepest desires? Can I tell you right now? It is not what's happened to your past. You cannot change your past. Stop trying to do it. It's not getting fired or not getting fired. It's not getting a job or not getting a job. It's not marrying that person or not marrying that person. You cannot change that. You say, how can I say, see what's in my soul? One word, one word. How can you see into the soul of a man or woman their attitude? if your attitude is off you haven't renewed your mind can I say it's not your education it's not how good-looking you are it's not how smart you are it's not how many degrees you are it's attitude that makes a difference and Paul says in Ephesians be renewed where in the spirit of your mind can I say right now any area of my life I have a wrong attitude I need to renew my mind how many of you think my wife is beautiful One dude went like this, oh, okay. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Okay, let me show, let me bring you into my soul. There were times I don't do this anymore because I'm renewing my mind. If we got in an argument and I got angry, and I would say this, you make me so angry. And One time the Lord said, no one can make you angry but you. You're angry because you have a wrong attitude towards her, towards light, towards marriage. He said, Jude, I did not give her for her to serve you. I gave her to you for you to serve her. I'm still working on it. Are you with me? Everyone say my attitude. You should write that down. That's the biggest reflector. What's your attitude towards money? What's your attitude? And I think what Michael said today was a rhema, it was an insight from God. How do you handle closed doors? Oh, everybody loves an open door. How do you handle when the doors close? Everybody loves it when people are faithful to you. What do you do when you're betrayed? What is your attitude? Do you get mad at God? And people say, Well, I just can't trust people. If we can never trust anyone, we're probably not trusting God. How can I trust a God I can't see when I can't trust people that I do see? The next one, I want you to really do this. Look at the jam. Look at the jam. Look at the jam. I want to take a, a pause moment right now. And I want us to pray. We're going to invite the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, what area of my soul, as a man or a woman, thinks in his soul, it becomes a reality. You know what I love of Mark 11:24 in the Ben Campbell Johnson paraphrase? When a man or a woman discovers their soul's deepest desires and states them in their prayers, they would have already occurred. Can I say, we have kind of thought faith is just saying something, saying something, saying something. Do you know when you renew your mind, it's not just about not sinning. It's about discovering your soul's deepest desires. And that's God's reality, his destiny, his purpose for you. It will be a reality. Now, I really want you to do this. Put your hand on your heart. We're going to end. And I will have Maggie come and get this. Holy Spirit, I need you to come right now. I, I wish I could say that, I've never opened my heart or my soul, I want to use that word, soul crap, to anything that's unhealthy, negative, divisive, destructive, that's in disharmony. God, when my soul is off, it's in disharmony with my body. When I overthink about the neighbor who cut the tree down, I could get a neck ache, which leads to a headache. Which leads to a backache. Which leads to eating sugar. Which leads to more headache. You understand what I'm saying? How are you medicating right now? People over medicate because that area of their soul needs to be renewed. And can I tell you, this isn't going to be a Disney movie. It's not going to be instant. Your salvation was instant. Some of you, you really aren't yielding to God because you go, it just didn't work. I tried well, I didn't say those who try the Lord with all their strength. No, those who trust the Lord. And so I want to ask you right now, what have you opened your soul up to? Because every area that we take the lid off, the cover of Christ's righteousness, it's an area we need to re- be renewed. When you feel that area or you identify that area, and I could say there are areas in Becky's life she, she has a renewed mind and that's with the children and my life finances my mind is pretty, I have a lot of that down however the kids I still try to and it's like you got to renew your mind do you have that area that you've opened up will you raise your hand just raise your hand just raise your hand I'm raising mine if you don't have it now no pressure but as the days go ahead ask the Holy Spirit to show you now this is the next thing right now Not only we're gonna watch our attitude about life, God, people, money. The next one is open, what what area have you opened? But this is the last thing. You're gonna begin to delete right now. And that means you're you're not gonna recover this way of thinking, but then you're gonna have to replace it. And you're gonna replace those negative thoughts, and I wanna use the word negative. People say, well, I'm just keeping it real. I'm negative. Well, God's not negative. And when you choose to be negative, you're choosing to think opposite of God. And you are not called by your personality, you're called by faith and grace. And can I say right now, God is not negative. God does not look at the glass half empty. And I'm not trying to be, you know, some Pollyanna, you know, turn your lemons into lemonade. But can I say right now, I really think you cannot be negative in your current situation and receive what God has for you. The world doesn't need any more negative people. The news is negative. Life is negative. But we can have a renewed mind that takes a negativity and turns it into to something that's positive i can't change if someone's been divorced i can't change if someone was abused i can't change what happened in 2020 but i can change how i think about it and i'm not going to dwell on the negative things of 2020 i'm going to dwell on the positive acts of jesus christ come on can you say amen everyone say delete replace and repeat so guess what I do in the morning I can always tell what my soul is I start up with two words thank you but the last two weeks my mind needed to be renewed I didn't get up saying thank you for two weeks I go to the window look to see if my trees were there and I thought dude isn't God bigger than the tree can you just thank God I said okay thank you Lord Are you with me? Everyone say, thank God. Say, thank God. Okay, this is a silly one, but you're going to say it. Say, let go and let God. Say this when you say, God is good. God is for me. God is love. God has a purpose. God will not let go of me. God will not betray me. God will not leave me, God is for me, God's power is in me, God's destiny is in me. I am not going to go under, I'm going to make it in Jesus' name. Come on, will you stand up? Oh good Lord, I'm way out of time. My God, my God, my God. One time, we're ending really. I'm giving a great salvation call, we can't be over yet. And a bunch of people are going to get born again. They're going to give their hearts to Jesus Christ. Today's your day. Come on. That's why we come. When Becky was going through lymphoma and some other things happened, I was at Marina Park and I started crying one of those crazy looking cries. I mean crazy. I know people. Well, first of all, I had shorts, a Patagonia jacket, and Ugg boots. And I could tell the way people were looking at me, is he homeless? Later on, a gal would come to church and she thought, we thought you were mentally struggling. I go, I was. And when she found out what Becky was going through, she felt a little bit bad that she judged me. I want to tell you something, when I was at Marina Park, hear me. This is a phrase that I kept saying, I was crying, I was beside myself. And here, I want to tell you something, if you're going through hell, and you're beside yourself it's okay not to be okay for a little bit you hear me god doesn't want us to be phony people when you're going through hell and you're going i'm all right i'm no you're not all right and i wasn't all right either and i started shouting out saying god i can't make it i can't make it and i started quoting the word back to god i said lord you said you wouldn't tempt me beyond that which i could bear you just did it he spoke right back he said i never told you to stand alone called seven men in the church Vic Faminko, Rick Green Phil Venti Jay Smith we called those men and all of a sudden I felt a strength coming into me then the next day I tried to pull the same oh I can't make it I can't make it and I heard the Lord laugh he goes well you said that yesterday and you made it I want you to take the next five months to renew your mind with the Word of God. We're gonna partner with the Spirit, we're gonna partner with the Scripture, and we're gonna renew our mind. Now, right here, this is where we end. There are people here today, there is no way you will ever wanna know the good, the pleasing, and the perfect will of God unless you're born again. And to be born again, the Bible says you believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, meaning that you are not loved by God by your own goodness, but you're loved by God because of what Jesus Christ did. And you not only believe it in your heart, it just comes out of your mouth when people say oh it's between me and the Lord no that's not what the scripture is you need to renew your mind you know when I married Becky oh no don't tell anyone that's between you and me there is no way she would have married me if I said this is a big private secret thing can I tell you you can't date Jesus you have to commit to Jesus come on And I believe right now there's several people. I'm going to count to three. And you're going to raise your hand because you're saying, I'm believing in my heart. I am going to say it with my mouth. I'm going to make a public declaration. This is the beginning of a changed life. I'm going to be born again. I've given my life to Jesus Christ. If that's you, on the count of three, you're going to raise your hand. One. Come on. On two. On three. Right now, three. Raise your hand. Thank you, ma'am. In the back. Over there. Anyone else? Thank you, sir. Over here. These two right here. Clap. Stomp. Stomp here in Jesus name come on everyone pray this with me say Jesus forgive me come into my heart I believe that you are my Lord and Savior and forever I am gonna trust you. Live big in me Jesus in your name amen we so appreciate you spending time with us if you'd like to invest into what God is doing through City Church California, you can go to our website, citychurchca.com, and click Give. Thanks again, and we hope to see you at one of our campuses this Sunday.